0: Hey there, are you tired of waking up at 3 a.m. with your sheets soaking wet? Or maybe you don't know why you can't get rid of that extra bulge around your waist. Perhaps you're like I was, anxious all the time. If you see yourself in this or any of the other 100 perimenopausal symptoms that we have to navigate in midlife and you wanna sleep better, manage your weight and get rid of the hot flashes and night sweats, well, head over to hellohotflash.com slash Scorecard and take the free 28-day Hot Flash free challenge. Reclaim the vibrancy you had in your youth. That's HelloHotFlash.com Scorecard. Hey there, I'm Stephanie Shaw. Welcome to the Hello Hot Flash podcast, where midlife women can learn from guest experts and authors who discuss menopause and all that comes with this new chapter in our lives. Hello Hot Flash, where we learn to control the change and not let the change control us. Hello there, midlife mavens. Welcome to another episode of Hello Hot Flash, where we help you control the midlife change. I'm your host, Stephanie Shaw, and I'm launching a new series of solo episodes where we dive deep into the impact menopause has on your mind, body, and your business. You'll still have access to other amazing guests who will help you hone in on specific topics like HRT, biohacking, and disease related issues, but I thought I would take some time and dive deeper into the things that are impacting us on our day to day like mindset, sleep, hot flashes, phantom smells, low energy, low libido and weight gain. So today I'm going to focus on mindset. I want you to understand what procrastination will do to you and your family as it relates to your health. I want you to learn the steps to get you started on this health journey so you don't end up like I did, sick, anxious frustrated, and confused about why my body was kicking my butt. So let's dive in. One cause of procrastination is the need, want, or desire to be perfect. Anybody out there raising their hand like me? (laughs) It's funny how mindset is like our hormones. So the hormones, leptin, gremlin, insulin, they all start in or connect to the brain. And the brain in turn sends signals telling each hormone what to do. If one is off, more than likely another one is off and it's headed in a wrong or bad direction in some cases. The same thing with procrastination. So perfectionism, procrastination, limiting beliefs, they all start in the brain. And if one is in play, say you're trying to be perfect, it's likely that the other or the other ones are in play as well. So trying to be perfect can often cause you to procrastinate and once you don't get the work done, you start having limiting beliefs. See, it's like this vicious, vicious cycle. So I want you to see how fixing just one of these mindset issues can potentially lessen or eliminate the others. Because procrastination impacts not only your health, but your job, which means it impacts your money, your friends, and your family. So How many of you midlife mavens are shouting amen? Like, I hear you, I'm a procrastinator and I need to get over this so I can take care of my health, right? So let's move forward. So procrastination, it can often lead to stress. It's the last minute and you have a deadline to meet. When your stress levels are raised, a hormone called cortisol reacts. Cortisol and the hormone adrenaline give you the fight or fight feeling, always being on, operating at 100 all the time and increased cortisol can lead to weight gain, low energy, and brain fog. So see, it's a much bigger picture than just delaying getting something done. Procrastination will impact both your mental and your physical health. All right, so let's back up. Why do we procrastinate? Let's talk about what may be running through the head or mind of a procrastinator. A lot of times procrastinating, as I said before, is the need to be perfect. So I must be perfect. You know, I'm not starting another diet plan or another health routine unless I find the perfect one. I tried this and I tried that. Nothing worked for me. So we put it off because we're procrastinating because we're looking for perfection. No one is perfect. I'll just remind you, no one is perfect. Um, Procrastinators often feel everything I do should go easily and without effort. So this means you may be adverse to risk, like you have this fear of failing. So if it's not perfect, I'm just going to put it off or I'm not going to do it. In the mind of a procrastinator, it could also be something like if it's not done right, it's not not worth doing at all. So if I'm not going to sleep 10 hours per night, lose 25 pounds and fit into a size two bikini, why even start? I'll put it off until I have the perfect mindset and the perfect exercise routine and the perfect, you know, whatever, dot, dot, dot. In the mind of a procrastinator, it also could be um, the thought around, if I succeed, someone will get hurt. I've heard this a ton of times. Women who think that weight loss or a change in how they think about, act, or react to things, that it's going to somehow negatively impact their mate. You know, he likes me this way with a little extra meat on my bones which it's nothing wrong with that or he likes me this way in my mindset being more equal to his or and so forth. So I'm not male bashing here. I'm just letting you know a lot of times we put things off because we're putting other people in front of what we need to do in order for our health to move forward. So even though you feel sluggish, you don't want to hurt someone's feelings, so you do nothing. Fear and uncertainty are all wrapped up in this procrastination, which again causes us to not take care of our health. So we end up being in triage versus just living a healthier lifestyle along the way. Another thing in the mind of a procrastinator could be, if I do well this time, I must always do well. So again, perfectionism comes into play like fear of the unknown like what if I really get this weight thing down packed and then it goes awry or what if I can't keep up with this so I just will not do anything not doing anything is not an option I do not want that to be an option for you so I want you to step out of that fear of the unknown step out of that perfectionism uh, mindset keep listening because we're going to go over some steps and some strategies in order for you to walk career in this area. So again, these are some reasons why we procrastinate. Did you hear yourself in the list? Kind of hope you didn't. So if you didn't, you know, before you stop the podcast, keep listening, keep listening to the episode because you might have a friend that you need to slide this into their DM so that they can listen to it. But I'm going to think a lot of us, I hear myself in this, I heard myself in this a lot. Especially as it related to perfectionism like I'm not starting this until I get it right and so forth I think you may hear yourself in this again for me I was a procrastinator because I thought that things had to be perfect I can't start exercising until I read this 500 page study on muscle movement So I can make sure that I'm doing the right exercise, you know, just craziness in my head or this one was huge for me also. I don't have time to implement self-care because I have too much going on with my kids and in my community. As soon as the kids are grown and they can take care of themselves, you know, kids were like 30 when I started, I'm still saying it, you know, um, or I was still saying it. As soon as the kids are grown and I get off this committee or that committee, then I'll start taking care of myself. I just kept putting excuse in front of excuse in front of excuse, and I spent two years sitting on my behind, sick, two months out of that two years, I couldn't even drive. When I think back, it was all because I kept procrastinating on what I needed to do. I needed to get my mindset right, I needed to handle the stress, I needed to eat better, and I needed to move my body more, but I kept procrastinating, and I don't want anyone else to experience what I experienced. So if you are like experiencing insomnia, anxiety, hot flashes, twitching eyes, rapid heartbeat, cold hands and feet, I'm naming all the stuff I had. Ask yourself, why are you procrastinating when it comes to putting your health first? Then ask yourself, was there a time when you did not procrastinate when it came to self-care? Like what was going on then that is not going on now? And how can you get back to your old positive ways? So again, ask yourself, Why are you procrastinating when it comes to putting your health first and then ask yourself, was there a time when you did not procrastinate when it came to things like self-care and what was going on back then that you can make happen now. Maybe it was more freedom in your schedule. Maybe it was just you were more motivated. It could also be that you weren't caught up in the perfectionism because when we're younger, we're like more free in our thinking. We don't often think as much about right, wrong, or indifferent about what others are thinking about us. So it may have been some of those things going on. I want you to sit and think about what was going on and then think about how you can get back to where you need to be so you can implement self-care. All right. Now, If you are ready to stop putting your health on the back burner, let's talk about three areas that may be keeping you stuck. I'll name three areas when, oh actually I'm going to name two. I'm going to name two areas and then I'm going to ask four questions around each area. So if you're driving, listen to this and then go back, you know, kind of, I don't even want to tell you to look down that's bad but if someone's in car with you see what minute we're on we're probably around the nine minute section then come back and then write down these questions later if you're not driving and you're somewhere where you can grab a pen and paper you may want to do that all right so I'm gonna play a half of an imaginary jeopardy music while you grab your pen and paper but you don't want me to hum because I can't sing all right (laughs) all right (laughs) hope you have hope you have a pen and paper right now so two areas we're going to focus on. I know that was not a complete 30 seconds, but you know, we're in this this podcast world. Can't, can't waste time. We got stuff to learn, people. All right, so the two areas are going to be exercise and self-care. And the four questions are how will my life be impacted if I XYZ? Why do I procrastinate? What are some solutions? And how does this support my bigger goal? All right, so let's walk through the two that I picked out. I picked out, again, exercise and self-care because these are the two that I don't like to exercise, just being honest, and self-care I thought was selfish. So I'm just picking on myself when I'm bringing these two up. So first, exercise. Why do I procrastinate? It could be that you're unmotivated and then you need to think a little deeper about why. I feel like I don't have enough time. If you have 10 minutes per day, you have enough time to exercise or move. I was never a runner or a weightlifter. Like that's an excuse because you don't have to run or lift weights in order for you to exercise or move. So, exercise, you're thinking, the question is, why do I procrastinate? Could be unmotivated. I feel like I don't have enough time. I was never a runner or a weightlifter, whatever you want. Then, I want you to think about how will my life be impacted? Well, I'm going to have more energy, I'm going to sleep better, more confidence, less visits to the doctor, my husband's going to like it more, my partner's going to like it more, my kids are going to like it more, I'm going to like it more. Uh, so your, your life will be impacted if you start to move more, all right? So what are some solutions around you not moving more? Perhaps it's getting an accountability partner. Um, I have a neighbor and for a while we were walking together in the morning. That helped me get up and get me moving. Some other solutions could be sleep in your workout clothes, you know, like put on that t-shirt and sweats and go to bed and that and then throw on a hoodie and run out and do whatever you need to do in the morning. So it could be just that manner of saving those three extra minutes that help you get in at least 10 minutes of movement per day leave your yoga mat by the bed when you're getting up you step on it and it's like all right i can stretch for 10 minutes i don't want to say trick yourself but yeah trick yourself or give yourself some helpful ways so it's easier for you to stop procrastinating and move forward as it relates to exercise and then ask yourself this question will this impact your bigger goal whatever that bigger goal is to get a better job to be a better mom a better aunt, a better daughter, a better wife, a better partner, a better grandmother, a better mother-in-law, whatever that big goal is just to be better, will exercising impact that bigger goal for you? And I'm not gonna answer yes or no. I'll let you do that, all right? Self-care is the next one. Why do I procrastinate around self-care? Again, I thought it was selfish. I'm like, I I often tell the story of I sat... I sat in the quote unquote bridal room at our church. We were having this small group and the women were going around the room and they were talking about self-care. Like one woman, you know, I go to movies once a week by myself. Another woman went and got her nails done once a week. People were getting massages. In my mind, I'm saying, these women are so selfish. I bet their house is messy. I bet they're not taking care of their kids. I was often saying like, they'll never know who it was because I've been in that room several times with several different people and most of them don't even go go to our church anymore. But um, I often say, I'm sorry, because I was the one that was totally wrong. They had it right. I had it wrong. They were doing things outside of the day-to-day, cleaning the house, taking care of the kids, taking care of their spouse, going to work. They were doing some things outside of the the day-to-day to to help them be better at the day-to-day by spending a couple of hours alone at the movies or spending some time with your friends. Self-care is so vital. So I want you to ask yourself, why do you procrastinate? Either you don't understand the benefit or you don't have enough time or you feel like you don't have enough time. With self-care, ask yourself the question, how will my life be impacted? And I'm gonna help you answer this one. More energy, better sleep, more confidence, less doctor visits, better family relationships because your mind is going to be relaxed and you'll be more in tune with yourself and your body when you take care of yourself when someone's coming at you or for you or their energy is coming for you and you've been taking care of yourself it's like it just floats right over your head right through your body you don't even feel what they feeling self-care is super important and that's how it can impact your life so what are some solutions Find a friend who enjoys something similar to you, whether it's art, hiking, crafts, music. I got a woman, again, one, it was one of our church groups. We did a sewing group, a sewing small group. And there was one, two, I think there were four or five of us in the room, five, because someone brought their granddaughter. So we did this small sewing group. We, six weeks, we met, like two hours. You know, we learned how to sew, we chit-chatted, and it was just like enough for me because I am I prefer to like use my self-care time to read a book or do things on my own. But I know I also need to, you know, get myself out there. So think about solutions. Think about things that you enjoy doing, whether on your own or with someone else and do it, put it on your calendar. When you get done listening to this episode and then you go like and subscribe and review (laughs) after you do all that stuff. No, seriously, I want you to go and, put some dates on your calendar I am going I emailed my sister or text her uh, and asked her if she wanted to take a class with me in uh, the area in which she lives and she said yes and I said spring and I woke up this morning and I'm thinking why am I waiting until spring I need to do this with her before then because that is part of self-care for me and when I leave that class I'm going to come home a better wife because I will have renewed energy so self-care is huge And will this impact your bigger goal? I don't know. You write that down, but I bet you're going to say yes to both, all right? So I just gave you two examples, but I want you, I want to encourage you to sit down with yourself and take inventory on all the ways you are, you procrastinating, all those ways that are impacting your health, how procrastination is impacting your health. You could be procrastinating around finding a new job, and that could impact your health because of your stress levels. Procrastinating around eating better, having bold conversations with people, finding friends to hang out. All of those things impact your overall health, and you could be putting them aside, and I don't want you to do that any longer. If you're still in the car, keep on listening because these are things, even if you can't jot down, you can kind of go through them in your head, make some mental notes, focus on the road, you know, make sure that truck's not coming to the left or right or center uh, and make sure nothing's behind you coming up fast. I want you to focus on the road, but for those of you that are in front of a pencil and paper, I'm gonna have you write down a couple more things. And for those of you listening and you wanna come back, remember we said come back to around like minute nine, 9.30, this is around minute 18-ish where you can come back and listen to this part, all right? So I want you to grab that piece of paper, flip it over or whatever, and write on your paper, high priority, medium priority, or low priority. And then let's rank those into three groups. So um, high priority needs to be done right away. Medium needs to be done, but not immediately. And low, not essential, but things I'd like to get done. So think about what are you procrastinating on, then rank them in priority, all right? That will help you move forward. So high priority for me is exercise. Self-care is medium priority for me, because I kind of got that down. I'm getting a lot better. Empty nester, it it helps with the self-care part. But high priority, again, is exercise. I need to to exercise more and more consistently. I will be honest that, you know, sometimes it's two days a week, sometimes it's five days a week, but I need to get more consistent with that. So write down your high, medium, and low priority, right? Second, choose three things that are keeping you stuck around procrastinating or three things that are making you procrastinate. You're stuck in those. Either kids interrupting, you don't have time, you can't figure it out, you have low energy, then write yourself down. A note I will figure out how to XYZ I will figure out how to move my body more I will get this done by February 1st I will spend an hour this week working on a plan and if I can't figure it out I will reach out to Stephanie or to a friend or to whomever for help so that helps you do what we call in the business world a SWAT. Um, strengths, weakness, opportunity. Th- no, it's not smart. a SWAT. It's SMART. SMART goals. <laughs> That's what it helps you with. It's SMART, not SWAT. That helps you with those SMART goals. So they're strategic, measurable, actionable, um, relatable, and timely. And everyone has little different words for the, I think, R and T. But those are the ones that I learned. So it gives you some specifics around a goal. So I will figure out how to move my body more. I will get this done by... February 1st, whatever that date is, or whenever you're listening to this, give yourself, you know, a week or so. I will spend an hour this week working on it. And if I can't figure it out, I will reach out to Stephanie for help. So I know what I'm going to do. I know when I'm going to do it. I've made it a priority because I'm going to spend time this week doing it. And then if I can't get it done, I know where to go in order to get help. All right. Perfect. Now let's go a little deeper so you can put this all into action. All right. You wrote down the goal. How do you get it off paper and into action put it on your calendar put it on your phone put it on your piece of paper calendar put it on a sticky note in your car put it on your calendar on your computer tell people people that are going to embarrass you <laughs> and keep you accountable a spouse a friend people that don't call you a lot but will randomly call you just to check to see if you're doing it tell those people so putting on calendar ask someone to help you stay accountable and then eliminate distractions. Like, what is stopping you from doing this? Are you volunteering a ton? So, I have had volunteer a lot. This is not telling you not to volunteer, but you can, with anything. Today, I did a podcast interview um, with someone. We we're talking about even too much broccoli can be bad for you. Volunteering too much can make the scales a little uneven. So, you could be volunteering so much that you're putting other things off. And I was to the point where there was four to five solid days per week where I was volunteering. And it was it was just too much. I was off balance. So I'm not telling you to stop volunteering. I'm a huge into volunteering. That's why I took a little extra time to talk about this. That could be a distraction. I had to learn that those four to five days a week became an excuse for me not to exercise i can't because i gotta go here Mm, no i'm not gonna cook tonight because i gotta volunteer here so getting that balance is what i mean by eliminating instructions when it comes to volunteering and the next thing you want to do is figure out the hardest part of being successful with the task and do it first it may be the hardest part of exercises is not knowing what to do let me give you a hint don't try to run a marathon don't try to lift bench press 300 pounds Don't try to do crow in the yoga position right away. Start off small. And one of the ways, the best ways, I think that um, we can start figuring this all out and eliminating distractions is walk. So figure out the hardest part of being successful with a task and do that first. So the harder part about uh, exercising is just moving. And then with the movement, just give yourself 10 minutes a day just to start. So you're moving, right? Turn your phone off. Or put it on vibrate. That's huge as well. How much time do you spend on social media where you could be exercising? You could be cooking at home. This is so not judgment on the part of anyone. What my goal is to do is to get it clear in your mind on how you're using your time. So you can use your time so that you're healthy. So that you can be on social media when you're 95 because you're still around kicking it. And <laughs> you're still around kicking it. healthy. How- in a healthy manner, you know what I mean? So it's not judgment on what you're doing, it's just trying to help you understand where there's distractions that may be stopping you from moving forward in your health, all right? So let's recap. List the things that you are procrastinating on getting done. Rank them in order of priority. Create a strategic, measurable goal around each one. Create a plan to accomplish those goals and then remove distractions. I think this is really really key. A lot of people look at procrastinators and judge them. If we're being honest, almost everyone has a little bit of procrastination in them. And if you don't procrastinate, you might be what's called a I think it's called a pre-procrastinator or a pre-something. But anyway, they they're the people that instead of like even holding back, they just always jump into things and sometimes they get off as well. So what I want to let you know is study after study shows chronic procrastination isn't just laziness and poor time management, but it's actually a byproduct of or a way to cope with negative emotions such as boredom, insecurity, resentment, self-doubt, guilt, anxiety, depression, and low self-worth. There was a professor at Carlton University and he said procrastination is an emotion regulation, not a time management problem. So what does that mean? That at the core, procrastination for some has less to do with you being able to manage your time and more to do with the emotions that are keeping you stuck. Emotions like we mentioned earlier, like perfectionism. I want to emphasize that today's episode isn't designed to emotionally beat anyone up nor to diagnose. It's all about awareness. Remember, you are a midlife maven and my goal is to help you get through midlife as smoothly as possible. Forgive yourself for procrastinating in the past. Remember, procrastinating is not about being lazy in most cases. And in many cases, procrastination at the root is a mindset issue. So to you, I say here's to your health and I hope you have a marvelous day. Hey there. Are you tired of waking up at 3 a.m. with your sheets soaking wet? Or maybe you don't know why you can't get rid of that extra bulge around your waist. Perhaps you're like I was, anxious all the time. If you see yourself in this or any of the other 100 perimenopausal symptoms that we have to navigate in midlife, and you want to sleep better, manage your weight, and get rid of the hot flashes and night sweats, well, head over to HelloHotFlash.com scorecard and take the free 28-day hot flash free challenge. Reclaim the vibrancy you had in your youth. That's HelloHotFlash.com scorecard.